It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. Six thirty, Chad. Jason Moss and Morley Scott will join you in half an hour. It's our weekly Eskimos Coaches Show here on 6.30. Chad, Eskimos and Riders coming up on Thursday. Jerome McGinley officially announcing his retirement today. The Blue Jays have traded Roberto Osuna to the Astros for three pitches, uh, three pitchers. We had Alex Tagliani in studio on Friday. He wound up getting third in the NASCAR Pinty Series Luxor 300 at Edmonton International Raceway. LP Dumoulin took the checkered flag. Kevin Lacroix coming in second. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Man, a lot going on. Oil Country Championship ready to go at the Petroleum Club on Thursday and Friday. Friday, if necessary, the Edmonton Prospects will play home playoff games. Round one against Okotoks. It'll start with road games tomorrow and Wednesday. And I'm pleased to be joined by the manager of the Prospects. It is Ray Brown. Ray, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, man? I'm doing so good, I can't believe it. Life is good. Well, that is great. (laughs) You need that energy going into the postseason. It's a best of five. Uh, A lot's going to happen over the next few days. Uh, You know, you guys got third in your division. Uh, The top four in each division make the playoffs. You finished with a four-game winning streak. And I was looking at that, and I thought, that's great to have momentum going into the playoffs. But the team that you're playing has won 11 in a row, Ray. Well, that's okay. I think they probably won 11 in a row last year, and uh, and, and and we beat them in the playoffs. So, uh, luckily for us, the playoffs are a new season, and for the last couple of years, uh, we've treated it that way, and we've been able to, to, to beat those guys down down south. And uh, hopefully, we'll play just as well this year and get to beat them again. Well, I, I've mentioned that a few times this summer. You guys have made the league final the last two seasons, both times coming out of fourth in uh, in the division and making it all the way to the championship series. So, yeah, you're no strangers and maybe being underdogs a little bit. Ray, I, I know there was a point earlier in the year where I think you guys were as low as six games under 500. You wound up at 23-23 and 23 for the season. Uh, what allowed you guys to fight back a little bit from a bit of an early hole? Well, uh, getting to know our team, like uh, Orv and I, we, we always give uh, guys an opportunity to show what they can do because we carry so many Canadian guys, local guys. We well, we want to make sure that they, that they get a good uh, a good uh, a test of the waters to see if they're if they're going to be able to help us or not. And uh, usually that takes the, the first part of the season, and then we uh, we make our uh, we make our cuts and we add a few more uh, a few guys to our to our roster and. Uh, the second half, usually we play a whole lot better, and, and that's what we did this year. We we we, uh, we, we followed uh, true to form and played better in the second half, and and this year we finished in third instead of fourth. We we were still 500 last year, but this year 500 again, and and we're we're glad about that. And now we're getting ready for overdose. 
Ray, I got to take you back to a highlight of your season. Uh, Rich Walker threw a perfect game at Fort McMurray. Had, had you ever been a part of a perfect game before, either as a player or manager at any level? I pitched one. You did pitch one. When and where was this? I pitched one in 1973 when I was playing it in, in the Kansas City Royals organization in San Jose. I beat uh, I beat Modesto three to nothing. I uh, struck out three guys uh, through the. In fact, it was the first perfect game in the California League at that time. Wow. Okay. What what level was that? That's A ball. The California League is A ball. So you were playing. So you threw a perfect game in A ball. So did that. I mean, when Rich was getting close, uh, what were you thinking as a man? Like, I, I, I had him on the show, and I asked him if guys were just trying to stay out of his way. As a manager, how, how were you in that situation? Well, I don't change too much. We, we, we watch the pitcher, checking his pitch count, talking to the catcher, how's he going, and we just leave him alone. Like, uh, I, I never talk too much to the pitchers dur- during the game when they're coming off the field and going off the field. I'm more concerned with... Are we hitting our spots? Are we throwing strikes? Uh, how, how's the game going for him? But uh, both Orvin and I knew he was he was throwing a perfect game. In fact, we, we were sitting in the dugout, and I said, Orv, do you think that the fans here know what's going on? And Orv goes, I don't know. Well, obviously they did, because when the game was over, the fans in, in Fort McMurray stood up and gave uh, Mr. Walker a standing ovation for his performance. That's that. That's incredible. Uh, I, I think he wound up with under 100 pitches, so he was really efficient. Was oh, there, 93. I think, he, I think he had 93. Which is incredible. Was there any chance if his pitch count got to an alarming level, you would have taken him out with a perfecto in progress? Well, if his pitch, if his pitch count would have got to, a, to an alarming level, he probably wouldn't have been throwing a perfect game. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, uh, usually if, if a guy is doing that well, the, the pitch count is down because he, he's hitting the spots. He's, he's throwing no more than three or four pitches to a hitter, and uh, he's, he's, he's just doing the things that have to be done to, to get the job done. All right. Ray Brown, manager of the Prospects, joining us on Inside Sports. Uh, now, is Rich going game one tomorrow, or what's your rotation look like? No, uh, uh, Rich pitched for us on Friday uh, in, in that 2 nothing win against Lethbridge. And so he'll go again. He'll go Friday. So we we got to make sure we get to Friday and see him pitch. Tomorrow we have... Uh, uh, Edgar uh, Barclay going, and he's a left-hander who's had a good year for us. And then the next day we have Connor Burns again. He's a, he's a veteran of our team. And then we have Mr. Uh, um, Josh Siglitz going, and Josh uh, pitched that first game in Lethbridge. He beat him six to two. And then we have Mr. Walker going, and then if there's a game five, we have Mr. Tanner Olton going. So th- that's our five guys we're going with. And I think we've uh, made pretty good choices there because they've, they've all had pretty good years for us. And they're going to keep us in the game. And as long as they keep us in the game, we have a chance to be successful. All right. Uh, Ray, you know, it, baseball can, can be such a, a fascinating game to watch with the, the managerial moves and, and pitching decisions and all that kind of stuff. Do you manage any differently in the postseason than you do in the regular season? And if so, how? No, it's the same. In fact... Uh, we, we've had other clubs uh, comment to us that they, they, you guys play the same way in the playoffs that you do the season. Now, and what, what makes us do that is we play in a big ballpark, so we don't have a lot of power hitters. So we have to stay with a small game. We have to bunt. We have to run. We have to we have to hit and run. We have to steal. So we have to play very good defense for, for our team to have a chance to win. 
Well, if you're playing in Brooks or you're playing in in, in some of the smaller fields, the, the home run comes into play. So they, they have guys that that, uh, that that don't bun as much. They don't have to hit and run as much. So they sit back and wait for the for, for the big blast. And so when they get to the playoffs, if they're not used to doing that, it, it becomes different for them. And sometimes uh, they don't execute, which, which which plays into our hands and gives us a chance to be successful. All right. Well, Ray, it's great to have you on the show. So you're at Okotoks Tuesday and Wednesday. You're home Thursday and 7, game 4 if necessary, Friday at 7, game 5 if necessary, Saturday back in Okotoks. We wish you all the best. Uh, Thanks for letting us know what some of the stuff you've been through this season, and I hope we talk again soon, Ray. Thank you very much and all the best. Right on. That is Ray Brown checking in tonight from your Edmonton prospects. So they finish with that four-game win streak. They finish 23-23 and on the season. Third in their six-team division. Second place, Okotoks, like I said, won their last 11, and uh, they are 35-12. and But uh, Ray, Ray isn't worried. They've been the underdog last couple of years, coming out of fourth place to make the league final. So they're set to uh, upend some of the favorites once again. Some guests on Inside Sports get gift certificates to Northern Chicken. You can book the Rumpus Room for up to 12 of your closest friends and dig in for a family-style chicken picnic at northchickenyeg.com. Delicious chicken, wonderful sides like the Doritos mac and cheese. You can also check them out in person, 124th Street, 107th Avenue. Uh, We got more baseball coming up because the Edmonton Cubs won a huge game today at the Senior Little League World Series in Easley, South Carolina. We talked about the Cubs a couple of weeks ago while they were playing the Canadian Championships right here. in Ed- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, they won. Now they're going for the uh, world title. We'll get an update when we get back. is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Right. Little CCR. Is marijuana legal now? I don't know why CCR made me think of that. 718. Eskimos game coming up on Thursday. Morley Scott standing by. First, we're going to go down to South Carolina. Shane Jones is on the line, assistant coach with the Edmonton Cubs, who are competing in the uh, Senior Little League World Series. Shane, thanks for checking in tonight, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Reed. I'm uh, doing a lot better now that we pulled off that win today. Well, 8 nothing today. Uh, tell, me, uh, tell me who you played and how the game developed. Uh, so we played Asia Pacific, which was uh, it's a little island in the Philippines. Uh, Saipan is the name that uh, they they won their championship, and uh, yeah, they uh, we started the game uh, we had good pitching again today. But our, what the big thing was was our bats finally came back. The guy, the kids, I think, got over their little shock of being all the way here and being Team Canada, and they got back to the basics and really smacked the ball around today, which was good to see. 
All right. Well, and, and I know we were talking this afternoon. It's uh, not a very forgiving format. It's uh, six teams on the U.S. side, six teams on the international side, and it's double elimination. Yep. So if you guys would have would have lost today, that would have been it. I think you would have got a third game, but it, it wouldn't have meant anything yeah. if you if you would have won it. Uh, I mean, tell me about because all year long you're you're the Edmonton Cubs and I know you still are the Edmonton Cubs but now there's that hole where team Canada I don't know if you got to change jerseys and all that kind of, I mean it must just oh, does it just oh, yeah. feel different got, now Yeah we got uh, when we got here all the kids were uh, fitted up in the all the red white and black jerseys and uh, the black hats at Canada everything so it's been nice to to be representing our country's colors, but uh, yeah, it, uh, besides just kind of the whole spectacle thing, they're treated like rock stars down here. We're at Clemson University in the dorms, and that's uh, everybody's asking for autographs. Kids are all over the place. It's pretty cool to see, but uh, getting by that was one thing, and then the other is the heat and uh, the humidity here. It's like 33 on average for the temperature, 33 Celsius. But then when you add in the humidity, we're somewhere in the 40 to 42 range. So. It's uh, it's been a haul for the kids, uh, keeping them hydrated and playing. But um, once we got past that first game, which uh, our bats just weren't there, we had great pitching, we had great defense, and uh, as you saw, we went 11 innings against Italy in the first game, and we lost uh, the bottom of the 11th, 2-1. And uh, actually, they're playing right now against Australia, and we will play the winner of that game on Wednesday night now. So there's a chance we might get a get a revenge match against them. Okay, so uh, I was going to ask you that. So Wednesday night, uh, maybe Italy again, and you're in the situation now. You, you got to keep winning to keep going. So that's pretty simple for Correct. the uh, for the kids to embrace. When you're there, when you're there, Shane, the different. I mean, baseball is baseball, but do you notice any of the uh, nationalities or any of the regions? Are there different styles by region, or what can you say about that? Um, yeah, a little bit. I think what we've seen uh, from the we've been watching other games as well. But uh, like you said, the six. U.S. teams are in one division. The Southeast right now seems to be, uh, they haven't lost yet. they got a kid that's throwing apparently 90-plus mile an hour. So, oh, uh, Yeah, exactly. So they're doing well. But, yeah, you just see it. Some, some teams are smaller. We watched Venezuela last night. Uh, they're a small team, but they're fast, and they hit well. And uh, today we just, uh, we actually shut down their, their hitting with uh, the Asia-Pacific team. And, uh, yeah, our defense was good again, like usual, and, and uh, the kids' bats just really exploded. So that that was nice. So, you know, it all comes down to, like, in any any division you're playing in, if, if you've got the pitching, um, all you got to do is hit the ball and, you know, let, see what happens after that. You, you know, Shane, I'm going to throw one more at you. This is the, the Senior Little League World Series. The, the Little League yep. World Series in, in Williamsport, you know, gets, it seems to me anyway, gets more hype. But, but these kids on the Cubs yeah. are an age group older. They're more mature. They're closer to playing yeah. NCAA or pro or wherever they're going to wind up. Why do you think this, this senior little league doesn't get the, the hype that the, the little league does? Yeah, you know, it's a good question, Reed. I'm not sure why because it's still excellent baseball to watch. I mean, there's hundreds of people out at this complex here watching. It's amazing to see. Um, I don't know, they used to have another age group above this as well uh, called Big League. And uh, so for some reason, it just kind of dies off uh, when they hit that upper age. But we're trying to keep that going. We're trying to keep these kids involved and keep them interested. And, you know, when a local team from Edmonton does this, we're hoping that's just going to spread out across the city and have more kids sign up to ball or stay in ball. 
and uh, have a chance to do this as well because it's amazing for these kids. It's amazing for us coaches too. Uh, Garrett Mutchler, our head coach, and Travis Hormaz, our other assistant coach, we're just we're in awe too. Like this is just this is just a great experience for all of us. Well, I'm glad you guys got the big win today. So uh, Wednesday. Uh, I guess I get to do a live scoreboard of your game during my show, so that'll be pretty fun. So hopefully it's a it's a win, well, so you guys keep moving. Yeah, and uh, it's at seven thirty here in the east, so oh perfect thirty back home. And we're told it's going to be on Facebook Live on the actual. Um, if, if you go to the Senior Little League World Series Facebook page, you'll be able to watch the game live. Now they just started today, Facebook living it. So um, hopefully uh, our our fans back home can tune in uh, in that in that way. Right on. Shane, thanks for coming on, man. I know it's a, it's a busy day. We'll talk again soon, all right? Hey, thanks for uh, having us on. We, we appreciate it. Right on. That is Shane Jones checking in, assistant coach with the Edmonton Cubs. So uh, they win today 8 uh, nothing over the Asia-Pacific team at the Senior Little League World Series in South Carolina. Off tomorrow. Uh, could get a rematch with Italy Wednesday night. We'll see. Uh, pretty pretty simple, though, Morley. they got to win. Probably having the time they, of their lives, too. Well... Well, yeah, I mean, Shane was saying, I mean, you're staying at Clemson, you're getting asked for autographs, yep. and I mean, that, the the weather, though, as you prairie kids, I mean, it might get hot here, but it doesn't get, nah, it rarely doesn't gets compare. muggy, not to that extent, so that's got to be yeah. a shock for those kids there, but uh, good for them, good for them, they toughed it out today. Hey, Jerome Ginla made yeah. it official today. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you would have been in the Oilers booth for several battles of Alberta. With <laughs> you know, I, it's, I, we're, I was talking this afternoon with with, uh, with Andrew about that a little bit, and we're, I was saying that it was such a great era. Both teams were kind of, you know, struggling a little bit to make the playoffs, and they're both having issues with the Canadian dollar and everything, but when they played each other, it was a great battle, and it was like Jerome McGinley from Edmonton captaining the Flames, and Jason Smith from Calgary captaining right. the Oilers, and uh, those two had some great battles over the years, but again, it was just uh, just a tremendous player and a, and a great human being, too. That's what, he'll go down with one of those, with the nice guy tag, right? Yeah. Not, not a lot of guys get it, but he gets it on and off the ice. He's a great person. Well, you'd have to remember him as one of the best all-round forwards of the last, you know, quarter century. Yeah, he could play you, you in any needed, situation. You, you needed to hit, he would hit. You needed a big goal, he would get it. He, you know, he could score from in tight. He could score he, he from could mid fight. range. He could fight if he needed to. Yep. Didn't back down. So, yeah, he was a lot of fun. Uh, Jason's coming in. Yes, I'm assuming he's on his way. So, yes, indeed, uh, he will be here for the coach's show coming up for uh, mentioning Alan auctioneering. And uh, so they got practice tomorrow, and when uh, walks through on the Wednesday, walk-through, and you can't then, go to the walk. Well, uh, whatever, big deal. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are getting their nose out of joint about that. I don't know why, but. Uh, uh, well, like I've often said, we still get to talk like, to the players. Like I've said to people so. not in the media, uh, attending practices is a little, yeah, not as exciting as it sounds. No, nah, that's very days. true. The first couple times it's pretty cool, but when you've done it a hundred <laughs> times, it's not that. Uh... All right, that's Morley Scott coming up with Jason Moss. Thanks to our guest tonight, Shane Jones from the Edmonton Cubs, Ray Brown, manager of the Edmonton Prospects, Jamie Nye from the Green Zone in Regina, and former Oilers defenseman Doug Hicks, who's ready for the Oil Country Championship the Celebrity Pro-Am tomorrow. He's playing in it then he's caddying in the tournament starting Thursday. Producer of the show is Dave Campbell. Studio producer Kellen Kennedy. My name is Reed Wilkins. This has been Inside Sports. Thanks for tuning in. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.